Welcome to I Am Energy Radio. I am your host, Becca Crow. Join me each week to transform your energy and balance your chakras. From guided meditations, magical guests, and chats to elevate your energetic awareness, you will gain knowledge and tools to take with you throughout this lifetime. It's time to shift your energy and come back into alignment this week on I Am Energy Radio. Hey beauties, welcome back to another episode. I feel like I am on such a roll now with these recordings and I'm having so much fun with it. I'm really appreciating all of your feedback as well that you're loving these episodes. So we're going to have lots more continuing and coming like that. In today's episode, I really want to talk about integration. Integration is so important when it comes to healing work and it's something that I've really been focusing on so much more, especially since doing my ayahuasca journey. Like, to be honest, I thought like, okay, I'd go into it. I would like learn a bunch of things. Of course, there'd be some stuff to process and then I'd go on with my life. But it's almost a month later and there's still things that I'm still working through, sorting through, understanding how to integrate here in the human life. Uh... Yeah, and it's it's been it's been it's been fascinating. And being here in Tulum too, it's it's a big energy portal and there's energy different vortexes all over the world that are highly energetic and being here in Tulum specifically, like this is where the Mayans were. Like this is this is where a very magical group of beings existed and their energy is still on this land. And so I find a lot of very intuitive spiritual people get called here because it's bringing their shadows to the surface in order to grow and evolve further on their journey. And I, when I went to Bali, I was in Bali twice for a month, um, back in 2018 and 2019. And I was a lot earlier on, on this journey of understanding this stuff. I feel like the last couple of years, it's really really gone crazy. But even there too, I know like a lot of stuff was brought to the surface being like, are you going to deal with this now? And it kind of sometimes slaps you in the face because again, it's, it's for your ultimate growth and healing. So I really dove in here and committed to that journey. And it's been interesting because obviously like in order to live, in order to, to be able to live my life here, doing my job, like my business and I am energy and everything I do like that to make, you know, money is super important, but the integration work of all of this healing is like a whole job in itself in the way that I've been shifting through things here, as I said, because it's so energetic and it brings stuff up so quickly. And I'm so open to, to working on these different shadows. Um, you know, when it comes to healing, it's a journey. It's a journey in that there's always layers to pull back, but as you continue on the journey, I don't want to say it becomes easier to pull back these layers, but it almost, I like to think of it as like a game, like, you know, over the years working on people pleasing, self-worth, confidence, feeling safe, all those things like has shifted so much. I wouldn't be here today if it weren't for that, but there's certain situations that'll still come up where I'm like, Oh, like I've worked on that, but it's like, why am I getting a little bit triggered again? That hasn't happened for a while. And it's like recognizing that and being like, okay, this is another layer to pull back to step even more into my own power or my own growth or my own healing or whatever it is, is for me. As I mentioned about a month ago, I did my first ayahuasca journey. And to be honest, I didn't realize how big the integration process would be. And so like, 
in something like that or like, well, yeah, in that experience, let's talk about that real quickly. You know, there's the, there's kind of like phase one, which is like the prep. It's prepping your body, prepping your vessel to be in a clear aligned place. So you're watching what you eat. Uh, you're eating very light. You're not drinking alcohol. You're not supposed to have sex, things like that, because you're putting your vessel in its ultimate place to then go on the journey, which is the actual ceremony, which is phase two. But then there's phase three, which is the integration. And the integration process is actually the biggest, even though the journey is like massive, like hours long, the integration is so much more than that. And I obviously knew there was going to be some integration, but I didn't realize how much. And it's really made me reflect on, even in healing, how much the integration needs to be spoken about because I feel like we're always healing, hearing about, oh, go do this healing session, go do this, go do that, go release these things. But I feel like the integration process isn't really talked about as much and the importance of it if you actually want to strip, strip away those layers and begin majorly shifting your life and your own healing and growth. I always consider myself a student. There is always more to be learning. I continue doing my own healing work. I work with a mentor. I am always just here open to be a student of life. And then, you know, being able to share that with you because we're all on this journey at different points. And no matter where you are on it now is where you're meant to be. But it's, you know, it's the work that you're willing to put in the healing you're ready to face and then the integration, the steps you're willing to take to really put all that healing into effect determines where you're going to be moving and shifting on that journey. And sometimes you can feel, sometimes you can shift through things really quickly. Other times you can feel a little bit more stuck and it takes a little bit more work. And again, that can be because of generational energy, past life energy, or energy that we're in beliefs that we're just holding on in this lifetime. But ultimately talking about this lifetime, like our mind is the most important and biggest thing we have that is either blocking us or allowing us to move forward on this journey of growth, healing, and calling in everything in this life that we desire. So as I mentioned, going on my ayahuasca journey, it really showed me a lot that I wasn't expecting. Like I was expecting to go on the journey. It was going to show me a bunch of things while on the medicine and then, you know, I'd go about my life and that would be it. But it's been such an amazing teacher for me as I continue to guide others and work on myself because it really put together pieces of things that I already knew, but it just like, it really clicked with me after that. So before I get into the integration, I kind of want to go back to the three phases I was just talking about, which is the phase one, which is like prepping your body. So if you're doing this heal, if you're into doing healing work, you're ready to release these layers. A big thing is having your vessel ready to go. And I realized that this is something that I was doing on my journey when it first started 11 years ago without even knowing that I was in this first phase. And I was in this first phase for several years as I as I started healing my physical body because that's where I was feeling a lot of pain. I was feeling a lot of sickness and I was actually mentally too there was a lot going on, but ultimately at the time, like I was guided to work on my physical body because that's what really needed the most attention first because it was, it was very unbearable. So phase one, what you're putting in your vessel, keeping that vessel clear, 
That started with me because I was having a lot of issues with food and the things that I was putting in my body. And my doctor, different specialists, I did so many different things. Um, I was just told, you know, take another pill, go see another specialist, do this, do that. You're always going to feel this way. And that didn't feel right to me. And that's where I truly see where my journey started because it was really the time that my intuition kicked in being like, this isn't it, this isn't it. And I started exploring food and even though I went gluten-free because I needed to, I'm not saying everyone should go gluten-free, but ultimately what I learned from that journey is like our society is filled with so much processed food, so many chemicals, so, so many things that aren't natural to our body that's clogging our vessel up from the beginning. So if you're on a healing journey and you're not focusing on the food that you eat and not from a diet standpoint of like losing weight, but keeping your vessel clear, keeping your vessel as this shining light that can move energy through it, that's going to be a huge step on your healing journey. So I always say real food, shopping the outside of the grocery store, eating, you know, things that are in season, eating things that are fresh and are touched as little as possible before they actually get to you. That being said, I'm not like all about restriction either. You know, I, if I want to go eat like something that's not, I will. I live by like, I would say like the 80, 20 rule where most of the time I'm, I'm keeping those things within my body, uh, that make me feel good. But of course, like we're all human, we want to be able to enjoy. So also go enjoy those things that you like, whether it be having a drink or the other day I I bought a chocolate bar for the first time in so long. And I was like, it was a Snickers bar. And I was like, damn, that was really good. I really enjoyed that. So preparing your vessel, I mean, even that's like the products that you're using, the products in your home for cleaning, the products that you're putting on your body, again, is are they filled with chemicals that are affecting your different organs, like your liver, or if you're someone who, like we absorb so much through our skin that then goes into our bloodstream. So all of these things are affecting the way that your physical vessel is going to be able to handle what's being thrown at it now, but ultimately if you're going into healing work, it's going to be, make it a bit more challenging to do the healing and the integration when you're not already physically set up that way. I'm not going to get fully into food and nutrition, but those are just some things for you to start thinking about in your own life. You know, what are ways that I can start shifting that? I'm someone who's a big meal prepper. So I like to just make like a lot of food at once, even if it's like, just something I'm making for dinner. I like making a larger amount of it so that I have it left over the next day for, for lunch or another dinner so that I always have something so it's not like, oh, I have no food. I'm just going to go eat out now. Then phase two is is healing. So going in and doing the healing work, whether you're doing your own healing work through self-energy healing, you're, you're journaling out some shadow work, you're working on some inner child, you are going to a healer, whatever that might be, that is taking action in the moment for your own physical healing, which is amazing. We're doing releasing, we're letting things go, we're bringing things forward to the surface. That is super, super important. But as I said, the next phase of what you're doing with all that information and that release after is ultimately going to determine if you fully release that energy and what you're going to do with that space you've created. So when we're holding energy within us, whether it be trauma, conditioning, beliefs, past stories we tell ourselves, mindset blocks, whatever that is, when you do a healing, when you do any kind of healing, you I want you to imagine like 
like pulling like a chunk of sludge or whatever it is out of your body. And that's creating space for something new to come in. But if you're not then giving something new to come into that space, then you're kind of just leaving yourself empty and you're, you're kind of just leaving that space open for really anything to come in. So it could be other limiting beliefs, trauma conditioning, or it could be healing. But what you really want to do is if you're taking this time to doing this healing work on yourself is you want to make sure that you're actually fueling yourself for proper integration to be filling that energy up with, with new higher vibrational frequencies, um, that are going to benefit you so that you don't have to continue going back and doing the healing on the same thing. So what does integration look like that phase three integration can be so many different things. It can be taking more time to sit with yourself and just kind of sort through your thoughts. Integration, a huge one, I think always is huge is journaling pen to paper. So maybe you did do some healing work, some work within your journal, but then it's continuing to just like continue writing out things as they come up, getting clear on your different thoughts and your stories. Integration though, a big one is taking aligned action or yeah, starting to make physical shifts within your life. Like a big thing that people come to me for is, is people pleasing or creating boundaries. And we can do the energetic releases, cutting those cords, putting up barriers, removing that energy. But if you're not doing anything within your physical life to take aligned action, to create more of a boundary, you're only really doing half of the work. And this could be, you know, calling in love as well. So yes, we can open up your heart chakra. We can remove those blocks. But if you're still not allowing yourself to be vulnerable, if you're still not allowing yourself to be, put, to be putting yourself out there, then again, you're not really integrating the healing work that's been put in place to be able to manifest the energy that you truly desire for yourself. I had a client the other day and we've been working on people pleasing and with parents and we've been doing a lot of the releasing work, but that's what I had to say in a session the other day was, you know, we've done so much releasing, but you're still feeling these feelings of shame or these feelings of guilt. And again, we can work on releasing a lot of these things energetically from your past, but what had came to me during that session was like, if you don't have a conversation with them and I don't know your parents, so you have to do it in a way that feels right for you. And it doesn't mean tearing off a million layers at once, but starting to be more open about creating these boundaries and what it is you want in your life, it's not going to fully start shifting. And that's the thing is like, we kind of have the discomfort sometimes in the, in the, the energetic healing. And then there is a bit of discomfort that comes in the physical healing as well. And I, I hate to say that, but it's, it's true. It's the healing journey. Isn't always easy, but on the other side of it, it is so rewarding and that you start seeing the shifts very quickly. You are rewarded when you start taking that aligned action. And I like to think of integration as manifesting because manifesting is all about setting your intention and taking aligned action, but healing is about pretty much the same thing. What is it you want to heal? Let's release that old energy. And then how are we going to start shifting into this new energy that we want to replace it with? It's really the same thing. So aligned action can be something little. It can be something big. As I said, it can be starting to have a conversation with someone. It can be starting to be open and more vulnerable. It can be, I mean, 
if confidence is something for you and you're always, you know, worried about being seen, what are little ways that you can start showing up in a more confident way? Maybe it's just starting to recognize that you need to stand taller with your shoulders back. Maybe it's recognizing that after you've released some of that energy that was holding you back around your confidence, maybe it is starting to dress in ways that then physically exude that confidence. So there's so many different ways that you can be integrating this energy. I feel like this is a big disconnect with the healing community is, or people who come to energy healing sessions. And I think it's just the lack of education around it or awareness around it. Because yes, of course, you can go do a Reiki session. You can do, I say this in my monthly chakra balancing session as well. Like you can do the monthly chakra balancing session, which is going to release any surface level things within you, but ultimately going deeper and doing the deeper healing work is important and then taking those aligned steps. So if you're going to a healer where they're doing a chakra balance on you, and again, this is against no one. This is just me like speaking, um, speaking about this, like just to do integration. Like if you're going to a healer and they're doing releases on you, but then they're not providing any things for you to work on after the session, you're kind of missing a big piece in, in that service or in that healing that is super important. Again, you're kind of only peeling back half of what needs to be done to get yourself to that next place that you're calling in. I just want to take a little moment to pause from the episode to let you know about an upcoming workshop that is here. If you are listening in March and if it's after March, I'll likely be running it again soon. So just keep your eye out, but it's a numerology workshop and numerology is super fascinating. It's something that I've been into for several years and used in so many different areas of my life. It's helped me understand my purpose deeper, as well as even just choosing names for my business to make sure that they're energetically vibrating at frequencies that are aligned with my own mission. There's so much that you can do with numerology and really energy is everything. Everything has its own unique vibration and that includes both the letters and numbers. So working with your name, different dates, addresses, you can find out the unique vibrations that contribute and influence your own life. Numerology is amazing to reassure you of your life path and purpose, to reveal your future potential, understand yourself better, just like things like astrology. Uh, it provides a blueprint to your life. It helps you become more aware of your strengths and your weaknesses, and it can help you pick aligned dates, aligned names, and things like that, like wedding dates, baby names, business names, and so on. So in this workshop, we're going to be going into the system of numerology. We're going to be talking about angel numbers, and then we're also going to be calculating all of your different numbers. So your life path number, your destiny number, personality number, maturity number, birth num- birth name current name, karmic number. So there's actually numbers um, within the makeup of your birthday and your name that can show you what karma you carry in this lifetime, which is amazing because when you can start working with it with that awareness, you can start breaking some of those karmic cycles. You can do business names, house numbers, and so much more. So in the workshop, we're going to be calculating all of those different numbers. And you're also going to leave with the tools and the resources to be able to calculate them for other people in your life as well and have all the means and everything like that. So it's going to be a really amazing session. And as I said, you're going to have tools with you to take with you. You get a full recording of the content as well, and you get to have everything to refer back to. So if you're interested in that up until March 15th, you actually save 20% off of the workshop and it's on March 22nd if you want to join it live, but you can also sign up and catch the recording after. 
So like when you go to a healing session, they're releasing energy within your physical body that has manifested. So physical feelings, emotions, things like that. But then you also have, I want to think of like your mind and body as like two separate entities. So when you do energy healing and you're releasing that stagnant energy that's been held on to for lifetimes, generationally, this lifetime, you're releasing that. But the integration process is then about reprogramming your mind. So, you know, there's great techniques, like whether it be like tapping or NLP or things like that. But I think a huge one is the awareness of the stories that you're still telling yourself. So, okay, you might have done a whole bunch of releasing work about your confidence, but if your mind is still telling you, like beating yourself up and saying, but I still don't, I'm not worthy or I don't feel good enough or you're not loving yourself enough. Yes, you've released some of that old energy, but you're still allowing your mind and the present to run you. This is where I'm a big believer in affirmations and the affirmations are something that I've used along my entire journey to reprogram my mind in combination with doing the healing work. Uh, the other day, actually yesterday, I was in a yoga class and I found my mind racing with some things and I could feel some like limiting beliefs coming in as I'm in this yoga class. And I'm like, oh, why was my mind racing? Like, I want to enjoy this class. I just want to like feel calm and feel at peace. And so when I could feel these different thoughts coming in, what I started doing is, is I started shifting those thoughts. So having the awareness in your integration is so important. When these, when your mind is coming up and starting to play tricks on you, it doesn't mean it is your truth, but it means that your mind and your ego is still trying to get in the way of the things that are trying to keep you small. Something that I've been really aware of lately is in my own business, being really hard on myself In the last several months, I've done a lot of building and a lot of building. And in that building, I'm like, well, but it's still not enough. I should be here now. And I had to take a step back and really realize, like I had to make almost like a list the other day of just like all the things that I've accomplished in three months, which was like more than I've accomplished in like a full year at times. And I really had to take a moment and be like, wow, like, why are you beating yourself up? Like, love yourself a bit more. Like, look at all that you've accomplished. But still during that yoga class, my mind was still going back to being like, oh, but you have to do this. You have to do that. Like, why aren't you here yet? Why aren't you doing that? So having that awareness, I started shifting my mind and it was amazing what happened. Since yoga is very much about focusing on the breath, what I started doing is, is rather than letting my mind race and tell me all these stories that weren't really true about myself, I started shifting it. So on my inhale, what came to me at the time was... Because really, it was it was me not exuding enough self-love. I was being hard on myself. So with each inhale, I started saying, you're amazing. And on each exhale, I started saying, I love you. And this was a two-hour yoga class. And with every inhale and exhale, and the instructor was really good at guiding us through our breath, every single inhale and exhale for two hours during that class, I was saying, inhale, you're amazing. Exhale, I love you. And I could feel the shift so much when I was done. And I've been using that now just over the last 24 hours. Like whenever I I have a very active mind and that's why I feel like drawing and the creative things I do are really good for me because I definitely have one of those monkey minds that like can just start spiraling and that's where these tools are super important. So what I've been doing is now is, I mean, I've had tools like this in the past that I've been using, but this one's currently happening. So I want to speak on it. So now what I've been doing is, you know, whether I'm driving, whether I'm doing the dishes and I catch my mind just going to like 
you know, all over and everywhere. You have to do this. You have to do that. Oh, you're, you, why didn't you do this yet? Why didn't you do that? Yet? Like, you know, kind of beating yourself up or getting overwhelmed of things that need to get done. I now bring myself back to that breath and that affirmation, calming myself down and being just being like, okay, why are you allowing your mind to start running you again? I actually get to run you when I'm conscious about it. So I continue going back to doing some breaths, breathing in. You're amazing. Breathing out. I love you. And it's crazy because um, love for yourself we're going to talk about love for yourself. So obviously your heart chakra is also about love for others and the vibration of love can be for the love of others. But if you don't love yourself, you're not going to be calling in the aligned love around you. But love is also a frequency of money. Love and money are on the same frequency. So if you are having money troubles or money's not showing up in the ways that you, uh, that you continue to try calling in, start looking at your own self-love. And it was really funny because after that yoga class, I look at my phone after I was doing all of that self-love and that reframing, and then I had two sales come in for my programs. And I was just like, this is literal confirmation from the universe that as I continue to pull myself out of that monkey mind and rather than beating myself up, I can bring myself back. And it, you know, as I said, like I've been on this journey for 11 years. I, I recognize things a lot faster, but we're all human. We all have the ego. We all have our quirks and our different programming. It's it's not that it's just going to go away and you're going to be this perfect human. We're on this journey of life. We are Life is our playground. It is our school, but it gets easier. It gets so much easier. Like The way I'm able to pick up on these things now and start shifting and programming, reprogramming it is a lot easier. So no matter where you are in your journey, don't get discouraged if you're like, but I can't even catch myself doing it. Or how do I even get started? Getting started is the easiest thing. So what I did was when I first got into this, like back, this was like 2015, 2016, as far as like really starting to work on like reprogramming my thoughts was when I got fired from a nine to five job and I was beating myself up. My ego was hurt. I didn't feel good enough. I, I, yeah, I was sitting on the couch for two weeks having like a pity party. And finally, after those two weeks, I was like, no, we're not doing this anymore. And I ended up finding an affirmation video, Louise Hay, probably if you've been around here, probably heard me talk about her before, but she's kind of like the OG of affirmations. And I started listening to, she has like really good videos on YouTube of her reading different affirmations and saying different things from her books that you can kind of just like play in the background. And that's what I started listening to when my mind was playing tricks on me. So back then when I was like applying for jobs and like applying, you know, if you've ever applied for jobs, it's a long, tedious process and lots of non-responses, lots of no's, lots of things like that. I would just start playing those affirmations in the background, like all day as I was doing that. Or, you know, if I was doing the dishes and I would catch my mind spiraling, spiraling again, rather than getting myself into that spiral, I would start playing those videos doing the affirmation work and reprogramming is super important, but in combination with doing the releasing work of the, the bigger and deeper blocks that are holding you back. So that's what I kind of want to, that's what I kind of keep going back to in this episode is like, yes, do the healing work, but continue integrating and doing the reprogramming work as well for your mind. They all go hand in hand, that physical body with the mind. 
whether you work with me as a one-on-one client for three months, whether we do a one-on-one energy healing session or joining the energy makeover, this is all stuff that is integrated into everything that I do with my clients. So the energy makeover is a really great program to really start tapping into all the energy that you're holding within your body because we work each week through the different chakras and why I find it really important to work through the chakras is because our root chakra is our base and that's the first one that we work on. And if we don't have that strong, sturdy base, which is really the base of like the conditioning from our family, the beliefs from our family, the programming from our family, the things that happened to us early in life. And we don't, if we don't start releasing those, it's more challenging to then start working on your own self-love, your own self-confidence. And really a lot of the stuff goes in hand in hand, but Working in this specific order of the chakras, I find to be the most effective as far as my own healing and what I've seen through my own clients as well. So through that, we have the education. You're getting recorded modules of all learning about why we're doing this work, what each chakra holds so it can start resonating with you and you can start relating these things to your own life. But then we do recorded healings as well as live sessions where you are going through and doing the different releasing work. And what's really great about the recordings is the way that they're set up each week. There's about two to three different releasing recordings that are done. They're about 20 minutes each. And you can go back and do them as many times as you want. So say you go through, say you you finish doing the full chakra healing eight weeks, but then you're realizing in your life, oh, like my confidence is still something that's affecting me or my self-love is still something that's really affecting me. People pleasing is something that still really is affecting me. You have access to always go back to those recordings and continue doing that releasing work. So like even myself, like when I'm catching something going like a trigger coming up, I literally go back to those healings and we'll go through those recordings to do the releasing. Then what I do is, is after each week and you do the releasing, then there's integration homework that's happening more in the physical to start putting yourself out there more, to start manifesting in the energy that you're calling in, to start reprogramming yourself, to tell the universe, to tell yourself, to tell your mind that you're available for this new energy that you desire. Outside of the modules, we also do live sessions. And in the live sessions, we do some releasing work, but I like to really continue the integration work with that. So we do a lot of manifestation work uh, and we do a lot more physical things that you can be doing to then creating and calling in that high vibrational, desirable energy into that space that you've released. Because we live in a society that is like, I like to say like the Amazon culture. I always go back to Amazon because Amazon has really conditioned us to have that instant gratification of we order something online and we can honestly get it like if you live in a city like that day or we you know you know that when you buy something you go to the mall and you buy something you're having a shit day and then you go buy something and suddenly you feel better that's that instant gratification but we also know that that doesn't make us feel better long term and I like to think of that in healing too is people come to sessions and they want this quick fix and I say this in my programs as well They want this quick fix, but it's not that simple. It's a journey. And it happens all the time with my one-on-one clients or my energy makeover clients as well. I've had a couple one-on-one clients recently who were going through our first month and they're just like, but how do I measure the success? Like, I'm not quite feeling it yet. Like, I'm yes, I feel 
better after the sessions, but like, it's not showing up in my life yet. And that's where I always say like, this is why this program is X amount of time. Or even once you finish the program, that's when most people start noticing the most massive changes. That's when people start noticing the biggest shifts because integration doesn't happen overnight. And it depends on the action steps that you're taking as well. So it's a journey. Don't get frustrated if you're on this journey and you're doing sessions, you just in general, or you're working on yourself and something's not showing up immediately after. It's not showing up immediately after because it's showing you that there's still work to do. But I promise on the other side of that, things do start showing up when they're meant to. And the more that you're open and you can trust that, okay, I'm doing this work, I'm taking these action steps, things start shifting very quickly. And that's like my favorite part of when I do a wrap up with my clients, usually a couple weeks after we've worked together, is I have a form just having them reflect on what exactly it is that we worked on or what they came to me for. And where their life is at now, and it's typically after those couple weeks of things ending that they're like, oh, like big shifts have happened, but I didn't realize it because it was taking those baby steps. It's like going to the gym and working out. You're not going to notice that difference after one session, after eating one healthy meal. It's, you know, it's taking, going to the gym, it's about five, six weeks before you really start noticing a difference. The same goes for your own healing and energy work as well. So yeah, that's what I wanted to talk about today. It was just something that kind of came to me this morning as I was sitting here and working on some ways that I can do some of my own integration on some of the things that I'm working on. I wanted to share that further with you. So my little homework assignment for you today is, okay, what is... What is something that you're, you've done some healing work on, but you're still feeling blocked in? What is that action step you can take? So again, use, I love you. I, I like to use my own self as an example, just to show you that like we, there's still always little things we can be working on no matter where you are on your journey. So for myself, uh, I mentioned in a previous episode that I would say the biggest thing I'm working on at the moment is my heart chakra because as I started my business three years ago and started working for myself, that's when a relationship ended. And so I really blocked off my heart chakra and put all of my work into myself and my physical job, which I don't see as a bad thing because I've, because I've taken that time to do that work. Like I am very clear now on what it is that I desire, who it is that I'm calling in. And I know when that comes in, that's, it's going to be amazing. Like I have no doubt about it. I know that is so available to me. And as I've worked on unblocking my heart chakra and I'm aware that it is now unblocked, part of my integration work has putting, been putting myself out there, being vulnerable. So in situations where I have met men, men that I've connected with, just being vulnerable and letting them know my feelings and emotions, even if maybe they're not in the same place or they have their own things to work on, just letting them know how I feel is a way that I can continue keeping myself open to letting my heart chakra know, letting the universe know that I'm available for divine love to come in. And with that, continuing to work on my own self-love as well. Because if I am there beating myself up, being like, okay, well, I've unblocked my heart chakra, but why is nothing coming in? That's kind of still looking for love externally. So bringing that love back into myself. I want to, I'm going to do a love episode soon about calling in conscious connection and soul connections and things like that, because as much as my person has not come in yet, it's been so wild. Like when I tell my friends about like the men that I meet and connect with, and it's not like there's like tons of them. I am not really like 
a serial dater, I tend to really meet men in very divine ways, but the connections that we have and the growth that they provide for me and the things that they show me that continue to get me closer and closer to what it is I'm looking for is incredible. Like some of my friends are like, I don't even know how you, like I, when I tell my friends these things are like guys out there even exist. And I'm like, I'm, I actually meet amazing men all the time. And so if you're someone who's in that same kind of position where you're like, I'm just looking for someone who I can connect with, I'm looking for these things, but I don't feel like it's possible. It's totally, totally possible. Continue doing the work. Like, yeah, I've, I've made some really amazing connections who have made, become friends who have just helped me in my own growth and healing and have just shown me so much more of what is possible than I even could have ever imagined. And it makes me so excited for the day that and the time that I am meant to meet that person that's for me. So that's all for this week's episode. If you are interested in learning more about any of the healing, to do any healing with myself, you can check all that out in the show notes. As far as the Energy Makeover program, the next round of live calls starts in April and you can get access to the content right away to start getting into it. You also get access to a text group where we keep each other accountable and I just even come in with some extra motivation, extra tips and tricks that I don't always share in other places online. You kind of get some other, some of, some of my other energy secrets as well. So if you're interested in any of these things, go check them out. Feel free to send me a DM on Instagram. We can chat about it further. If there's like, you're not sure where you want to begin or you have certain things going on in your life and you're like, what program would be best for me? Or just even to continue your own growth and healing, send me a message. I love having these conversations with you. We're all on this journey together and and let's all up level together. That is like my biggest thing is like, we all have this ability to feel amazing and to be amazing and let's rise together. So have an amazing week and I will be back soon with another episode.